This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Who dat? And welcome back to the Kenosha Chronicles podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Ertle. We just now wrapped up day two of the NFL draft, and the Saints added two more players to their roster. Now, first of all, in the second round, 60th overall, Saints add another Ohio State player, that being Pete Warner, linebacker, the Ohio State University. And we can start to call it Ohio South in New Orleans. It's just the pipeline Ohio State just keeps coming through. This move for me, it was an exciting move. It fills a ginormous need. Ian Rapport reported that the Saints did have conversation with Kwan about potential reunion if they could not find a linebacker. Looks like those discussions may end at this time. Maybe they bring him back for training camp or something. But Pete Warner fills a big hole. Uh, he could start year one. I don't know how successful he'd be starting year one, but you you can plug and play this guy. He's got tons of experience. One of the best linebackers coming out of Ohio State. He was the first Ohio State linebacker. They've got a ton coming out of this draft, and he is probably the best one they've got. And the Saints get him in the second round. Now for Pete Warner and the Saints, this is a perfect match. He is was a 4-3 Sam and Mike last year at Ohio State. And that's exactly what the Saints are looking for. And if you're familiar with the Saints defense, they don't run a ton of 4-3. It's kind of a lot of 4-2 with another uh, DB in the field, that being Malcolm Jenkins or C.D. Deuce or whoever that may be. But they run a lot of two linebacker sets. And having Pete Warner out there with Demar Davis, that can be a total win because he is good in coverage. That's the main thing. He's not going to be Anzalone where he gets lost and confused in coverage. This is Pete Warner's thing. He knows how to drop in coverage, and he can stop the ball really well as well. Pete will come in, compete, compete for that starting job, and hopefully they get their guy to pair next to Demario Davis. In four seasons with Ohio State, Warner had some pretty ridiculous numbers. He had 185 total tackles, um, not playing much his freshman year, but this uh, senior year, he had 54 tackles, a pass defensed, two forced fumbles, and a sack. 
uh, four career sacks, 13 career passes defended. So you know this kid knows how to get in coverage. So a good linebacker for the Saints with tons of stats. Now, next up in the third round, the Saints had two selections, uh, both being their comp picks. They trade both of those up to the 76th pick where they go grab Paulson Adebo, one of the best DBs in this draft. I know many Saints analysis were jumping up in joy for this pick. Um, he's definitely one of the more ball-hawking corners in this draft. His stats are looking like he's got 97 total tackles, two years at Stanford, uh, had four interceptions each year, uh, forced fumble, and 27 passes defended at the college level. That's pretty ridiculous. And he knows how to ha- get his hands on the football and that's exactly what the Saints hope he will do in New Orleans. And the main thing about this, it really addressed a huge position in need. The Saints just needed someone out there. Now, is Adebo going to come out here and start week one? I don't know, and I don't think so. Uh, after listening to Mickey Lomas's press conference, he said, yeah, I'm glad we addressed that position. Is he going to start? I don't know. We, bring, we are bringing him in to compete and develop. He really set an emphasis on develop. So if that means uh, get him some starting reps out there or whether that means signing another veteran like Richard Sherman or Casey Hayward and having him learn. Because most definitely, if they sign a Richard Sherman or even for Lattimore's sake, I don't know if they can start all 17 games of next season's schedule. Um, So having a Debo start a game or two here and there might be good for him. And I think the Saints got one of the seals of the draft with this pick. I think this is what, personally, I'm excited about this pick. And I know uh, my fellow Kenosha Chronicles, Ross Jackson, is ecstatic about this pick. But uh, this is this is going to be a really good pick for them. And if there's one player in this draft so far for the Saints that has Pro Bowl potential, it is Paulson Adebo. And he could really show it in year one with the Saints. And after today's draft, the Saints made two picks, and they addressed the two biggest needs on the team, linebacker and corner, the two positions that they lost probably the most on, that being Quan Alexander and Janoris Jenkins, two really good football players, and the Saints bring in two young, good football players, uh, potentially more later in this draft or later in free agency. But the Saints did exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted to address those positions. We still got a whole nother day of the draft to go on. Don't get too upset. But after today, I hope you feel a little bit better about this draft because personally, I do. That um, Peyton Turner pick looks a little bit better and it makes me feel a little more comfortable because Mickey Loomis said they tried so hard to go up and get, a, get and get that corner. And who knows, it might work out in their favor. Maybe trading the house in the future for this corner maybe wasn't the, the best move. I mean, I would have loved to Patrick Sertan. How much would that would have cost? A first-round pick, maybe two? You're trading three first-round picks or three picks total for a corner that you may or may not turn out. And the Saints draft a guy with a bunch of upside in Paulson Adebo, uh, Pete Warner as well. And they really, really like Peyton Turner. Mickey Luma said Jeff Ireland loved this guy. So we're two days in. The Saints have drafted three defensive players. Um, maybe not all starters. That being Peyton Turner, Pete Warner, Paulson Adebo. I like the draft class so far. Let me know what you guys think. Quick podcast for you guys. After this draft is over, we'll get a huge in-depth article, podcast, everything for you guys. So stay tuned. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. You know where to find me at Twitter, at Bernard Ertl. Hope you guys enjoyed. Who that?